1: to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is your Smugglers 3, Derek, Ken, and myself. Mike, how are you guys doing? Oh, not bad.
2: Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Much better than we did last week. Empire like <laughs> jumped out of your system shut it all down, didn't you, Mike?
1: Yeah, they, they changed the jam from raspberry to strawberry.
2: Not happy about that. That's terrible. When all your countermeasures are set for raspberry and they change it up on you? Yeah.
1: It's just like when trying to find codes for discount over on Loot Crate and all the code, the coupon sites are going, "Oh, check this out!" and none of them are working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not helping. Mm.
2: Not helping at all. But uh, now, we'll, Loot Crate is listening. What <laughs> discount codes can we use? This is true too. That you never knew who's listening, Derek. That might be
1: our next step. <laughs> um. So, check out our homepage. We can get the business stuff out of the way. Check out our homepage, and on down the side is our affiliates, uh, Ripped Apparel, Redbubble, uh, Superhero Stuff, um, our own web store, uh, which we got some great stuff, which I got myself a Wookiee Radio hat. They sent me a sample that was made, and it's uh, an adjustable. It came in, and my daughter took it right away. Mine. Like, I don't even get a chance to wear it, and you're claiming it mine. So, um, once I get my flex hat, I will be getting that. And she can have the other hat. Um, the other thing is check out our codes for foundme, F O U N D M I dot com, and heroes and villains. Click those two images. And they will take you to uh, their sites where if you use the code smugglers, you get 15% off your first purchase. And you've heard us talk about the found me Bluetooth trackers where if you're tired of losing your keys or your phone, these things are great. Um, either way, you find your keys, can't find your phone, click the button. It'll ding your phone. Can't have your phone, but can't find your keys. Go to the app, ding it, get your keys. Um, yeah, it's
2: kind of mean And uh, like I said, for me, I don't think I've ever lost my keys, but you all—I always set my phone down and forgot where I just laid it down at. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you got a black phone with a black case and it's just sitting somewhere, it's real easy for it to disappear. Oh yeah, very easy for everything to disappear.
1: Um, trying to think, what up? Of course, with heroes and villains, um, they've got some great stuff, especially themed right now around um, around the Battle of Endor, which is also tying into what the loot crate box is for Star Wars. Um, to check that command option is beautiful. This, they've already said the sweatshirt that's they showed pictures of what the sweatshirt's gonna be in this thing. It's gonna mm-hmm. be nice, gonna, gonna be nice. Um, so yeah, that's I think pretty much it for the business stuff. So let's get right into it. Um, Steven, who's one of our smuggler alliance cohorts, uh, and also runs the great site Roko De- Depot. Uh, asked us this question. Which actors do you think will be at the Celebration Episode 9 panel, and how do you think they will handle lines this year? Well, last week we have given us a little bit more uh, opinion on the lines, but I will say uh, this was announced this week as we're recording that as soon as the Celebration mobile app becomes available, ReadPop will be implementing a virtual queue system. To make reservations for your most dev- desired panels, um, and this a lot of this is coming from an image from Twitter user st seven five one, and I would say that's Jesse's girl, but it's not. Um, so to there will be no. According to this, I, I, stop shaking your head at me um, by activating activating your badge and downloading the official Celebration Mobile app. Coming soon. You'll get to... You'll enjoy these cool enhancements for your Star Wars Celebration experience. No need to guess if you make it into a panel, take advantage of Lightspeed virtual panel reservations offered by the official Celebration mobile app. Use the new Lightspeed Lane virtual queuing option and let Star Wars Celebration app wait in line for you at select show features.
2: This it sounds like the greatest thing in the world from hearing what happened last Celebration. Uh-huh. But no more well, having to... Camp yeah.
1: let, let me finish with... With this and then uh, uh, interact with show features and exhibitors, or visit one of our many prize towers located throughout the show for your chance to win some awesome prizes. Take advantage of exclusive merchandise pickup by ordering through Star Wars Celebration app and getting notified when your ready order is ready for pickup. Mm, that handles the seven eight hour lines to get or the four to five hour lines to get in and four or five-hour lines to check out, maybe. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Enter and manage lotteries for select exhibitor exclusives. Manage all of your photo ops and autographing reservations in one place. Lightspeed virtual panel reservations and Lightspeed Lane virtual queuing are available at the show at select show features and panels and are offered on first-come, first-served basis, subject to availability. So let's hear y'all's opinion on
2: this. Someone at ReadPop was actually paying attention for one.
1: Well, it's a great idea. It sounds like a great
0: idea, but uh, we'll have to see how well it actually works first.
2: Yeah. I don't know if any other conventions use this type of system, but... If um if this is the first time you use it on something like this, there's gonna be bugs. There's always gonna be bugs. Probably. Yeah,
0: of course, yeah.
2: If, if it works third of what it looks like it's gonna do, it's gonna make everybody's experience way better. Supposedly, I say
1: supposedly, um, New York Comic Con had the same type of RFID features in their um on their badges and it was supposed to do the same type of
2: thing. Uh, did it work well?
1: I don't know. Um my concern and I'm not finding any information about the... What stage is that going to be on? About the panels. Mhm. trying to find... I thought they had the information up about the panels.
2: Um, there's some information, no, nothing in concrete. Hang on, let me go to the Celebration site, and I'll, I'll see what I can find. That's where I'm at now. Yeah, if um, anybody has it, it'll be them. The...
1: My thought behind this is, cool, you sign up, you get your virtual queuing. How far in advance do you have to be there to check in to guarantee your reservation is going to be there?
2: If they're smart, they know how many seats are in the um, hall that they're doing the panel, and that's all they allow reservations for. So you're guaranteed a seat, depending on how early you get there is where you sit, unless they do as a lot of movie theaters are doing now and actually reserve signed seats. I love that. Oh, Oh, that is the the greatest thing in the world. You want to go see a preview or anything else for a movie, you can walk in five minutes before the movie starts, and you know where you 're sitting you don 't yeah. have to fight to
1: get mm-hmm. in true, but here here 's my thing. I still think there is a chance that it's that there's going to be major flaws. there are people who are going to get in who did not who did not take advantage of the reservations and it 's going to cause people who have reservations not to get in
2: we 'll have to see how it is unless they have people at the doors with um uh q, q- code scanners or something. Well, badge maybe all the badges have um, Yeah, they're QR codes on them, right?
1: I don't know if they have QR codes or the RFID chips. There must be some way of registering people
0: who who are who are uh, already registered.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it, it sounds like they're so they, similar to what you do with movie theaters. Like I said, I have I
1: have my concerns is how how much is it truly going to going
2: to do? Yeah. What were you? What'd you have, Derek? I jumped right on top of you. Sorry about that, man.
0: Oh, uh, what I was trying to say is if they're doing this and having you pre-register, they're going to have some some way of keeping track of who who's how many of the registered people are in and not in the hall at the time. I would imagine.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. We got hope.
0: And they might not let anyone in until all of the re- registered people go in. They might give them a certain time frame and say, you know, be here between here and here,
1: and that, that's get what, in. And the people—that's kind of what my thought is—is there will be the be a uh, a timeline that you have to check in by to guarantee your seat. Right. Yeah
2: we will definitely know in 21 days 10 hours 42 minutes and 34 seconds as of right now <laughs> we can hope yeah like i said this sounds like it's the similar to what you do if you buy movie tickets anymore right and they have a person sitting at the thing they just scan your phone or scan your badge and you move on through if your badge doesn't have a thing on it you don't get in once everybody's in or at a certain there may be a certain point like at 10 minutes before the show starts you're um, no longer reserved if you don't right, show up yeah. minutes before the show it's first come, first serve at that point. Right. Or, yeah. Or if it was sold out. If the show is sold out, then they don't allow anybody else in. Right. Yeah, but
1: your like your celebration or your episode nine panel can be sold out. How are you still gonna get people yeah, how how are you gonna handle the people who who get in who who quote unquote might have snuck in and not you know and not uh do the reservations
0: Mm -hmm. well they wouldn't they wouldn't have those people yeah they'd Uh, be having
1: somebody
2: that becomes a security issue at that point yeah right i
1: i i see a potential of it working but i have some hesitations yeah i i would be curious to know just in general first day how long is it going to take people to get into the building because at one point here in orlando it was a three mile line at nine o'clock in the morning to get in yeah (laughs) Which is absolutely insane.
2: Well, I've seen some I saw some pictures on here of some of the badges already. So that means people are getting – so I'm wondering, did they mail out badges to everybody that got yes. their badges already? Yes,
1: in the U.S. If you're international, so, you have to pick them up when you're here.
2: Ah, but that'll make it quicker because you're not going to have lines of people trying to get their badge and then lines to get in. So if the badges have an RFID chip or a barcode, you just scan it as you're walking through the door, you're in.
1: But people had their badges right. last time, and it still took – It was still a three-mile line to get in. Thankfully, for Eric, Mac, and I, we had our media passes, and we were able to get right in with no problem. Yeah, I mean, we went through this one door. You know, we asked someone, "We're media. Do we have to stay in this line?" Oh no, you cut right through here through the Mm -hmm. VIP doors. We went. They went to stop us at VIP. They're like, no, you got to get like, a media. Oh, yeah, come on in. That was first day Yeah. because they only had one entrance open. The rest of the weekend, they had a second entrance open. Sped things up a little bit, but people were more staggered the second day coming in.
2: See, I think that's what you're going to get more, though, is because with this virtual queuing system, people are going to be rushing to get there as fast as you can to make sure you get in line. You're right, already yeah. in the hotel room.
1: Yeah, but you also have a bunch of people sleeping over because of the whole uh, what you call it um, the overnights for the big the big panels.
2: Well, that's the whole idea of the queuing. You don't have to have people staying overnight because they queue from wherever they're at on their mobile app. Yeah, but they're they're still gonna
1: they're still gonna do it.
2: Well, yeah, that's a, that's part of the for for some people that's part of the experience. And they love doing that. That's fine. Right, yeah. You don't have to do that. So you're not going to have as many people that feel they have to do this or they're not going to get in. Right. So the the people that are queued up in line for overnight – those people that decided to do that on their own, it's not because they thought they might miss it. That's like um, for movie premieres, the, for the Star Wars movie um, premieres, in the for opening day, you have people that camp out at the movie theater, even though they already have a ticket for that day for their seat. Right, right. The fact of saying, "Hey, I stayed out in a tent outside the theater for two days or four days or whatever." True. So that's it's not a negative. That's actually people doing it because they want to do it. And that's part of what they right. love to do, which is fine. That's part of their fandom. It, it just – I don't know. Yeah, There can be problems, and there probably will be problems. But I think this is going to make a big difference on the way um, – on the – Oh, look yeah. At- it's going
0: to be an improvement. It's going it to be might, an improvement. It probably won't be perfect this first time around, but – I,
1: I'd be curious to see what comes of it.
2: Yeah. What I'd like to know is if someone, if um, any of the services are going to be live streaming on StarWars.com or YouTube or something like they have in the past. They've yeah. not announced that anywhere as far as I know.
1: They should they should stream some of it on StarWars.com.
2: Yeah, because remember what was it? Um, Orlando's Verizon sponsored their thing for the, almost the entire show. I mean, not all the panels, but they had something going from like 10 a.m. through like six or seven p.m. the entire day. Right, right. It was interviews or just um, a camera running on the show floor. Some of the panels it was a, it was selected content, but you could still uh, feel like you were there somewhat. Right.
1: Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. Now for the episode nine panel, um, I'm fully expecting, uh, they're probably going to be brought in for, um, it, just for the day and the gone. I bet you will have Daisy Ridley. I bet you will have, uh, John Boyega. Uh, we'll probably have Oscar Isaac. Um, Hamill will not be there because he's already said he's not going to be there.
2: Yeah, but that that that's happened before to sneak in, to do, hit something, and run.
1: Yeah, I don't see him doing that though.
2: Yeah, well, that's I think a lot of people. There's some I there's some things out there that they um, indicate that he might be seen as more of a loose cannon. He doesn't want to do interviews and stuff that way. He doesn't have to worry about what to say, what not to say. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, um, try, I'm trying Kathy
2: to think. JJ Abrams are going to be there. Those are already confirmed.
1: Which one? Three I just mentioned.
2: No, Kathy Kennedy and JJ Abrams.
1: Right. They're going. Um, Isn't Billy D. Williams going to be there? Yes. So he may he may be there because supposedly he's going to be in the movie.
2: Oh, that's already confirmed. That was, um, they were you can't yeah. see it, but the, at the um at the shareholders meeting last week or two weeks ago. They showed saw a clip from, um, of a, like a sizzle reel style of episode nine footage, and he was in that. It was right. just a brief glimpse, but he was in there. Mm.
1: Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure where, what else you, you're going to get. Um, um, I think you're going to have those three actors. Maybe,
2: uh, oh, Kylo Ren, um, <sighs> Adam Driver. Adam, Adam, Adam Driver. You get Adam Driver. Um, you may get Billy Lord. Maybe. To represent. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, I would not surprised if maybe you got Jonas. Jonas is supposed to be there, so
1: may, mm. maybe Jonas.
2: Um. Well, I, Anthony Daniels. Yeah. He's but I don't, I don't see him being there. I don't know. Like I said, he's at every celebration, so
1: I don't see why he wouldn't.
2: They may throw a couple surprises because they've done it before and bring in like a uh, uh, um, Harrison Ford or have it, so since this is supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga, bring in Harrison, bring in uh, Peter Mayhew and some of these other ones to, to say goodbye, basically, because this mm. is the last movie of their set of movies. Right. We may see a Dave Filoni to help kick off everything. True. I would not be surprised if this is not where they announce Dave's new position. because you know there's rumors everywhere that dave is getting a higher basically a higher up position in the company of some sort because we see him on everything now he was he's an executive producer on mandalorian he actually directed an episode or two he's still highly involved in developing and um, creating all the animated animated stuff and it from behind the scenes stuff, you hear that any question that someone has about canon or is this Star Wars, they go to Dave already. So I would not be surprised if he's not um, going to move up to a higher spot, maybe like lead of the story group or something.
1: Well, it's like we've talked about what would be what, what would be an ideal uh, thing for him to be the the equivalent of Kevin Feige for yeah. uh, for Lucasfilm,
2: and that's what they
1: need. So, oh yeah, very much so. Now, not only. <sighs> Not only is, are those our guesses for who's going to be there um, for that panel, just to also touch on Celebration as well, um, Jedi News has a sneak peek at some of the merchandise coming to the convention. Uh, there's a Phantom Menace 20th Anniversary jacket, a Celebration mug with a Porg inside, which, <laughs> okay. um, exclu-
2: org soup. Yeah.
1: Exclusive 48... 48- Forty-five ounce Rancor Tiki mug with Luke Skywalker muglet by Geeky Tiki, uh, and then a gray and white Loth Wolf plush.
2: Okay, anybody out there who's friends um, can pick me up one of these Loth Wolf plushies, I'll uh, PayPal you the money for it and it's in the shipping, so you can get it to me. I want a Loth Wolf plushie. Yeah.
1: What we'll have to read. I'm curious to see what other stuff is coming.
2: Yeah. The Phantom Menace logo jacket is sweet, too, if you're yeah. into the satin jacket style.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um
2: Oh, this is interesting. Did you see down here a little bit farther? They are having a 20th anniversary panel for the Phantom Menace, and they've um, already announced yeah. multiple guests for it, including Ahmed Best, Ian McDiarmid, Ray Park, and Greg Proops, who played um, Bade. Yep. So those are the ones that are already uh, said they will be there So yeah. on that panel.
1: So that that is my speculation. I think both of our speculation of who who's going to be in, uh, in that panel. We know Kathleen and J.J., um, mm-hmm. but my guess is you're going to have the main three, if not the main four, if you add Jonas to it. Well, also, remember, we're in Chicago.
2: I would not be um, surprised to see um, GL show up at some point.
1: True, considering he supposedly... Involved in,
2: in what he's got
1: something come, potentially doing another movie, right?
2: Uh, well, there, yeah, there's rumors, but it's just you got to remember he, um, last I heard, he still lives in um Chicago ha- part of the time and then out in California right. the other part. His wife's from Chicago, Melody, true. So, this is hometown for him, really. Yeah, which may have gone into um parts of why they put it here because it'd be a lot easier to talk him into doing the show, right. Do
0: you think the Game of Thrones guys will show up at all? Maybe or Ryan yeah. Johnson?
2: Maybe that would be a good idea, good option if they're going to, um, especially in um, some of the other panels, if they actually talk about what's coming from Lucasfilm, they give a little bit of details, they have these guys come out. Yeah, not actual details, but at least a little bit more of a tease, you know? Mm. Oh yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we're still we're we're almost a month away now, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll have to see what what. How things play out as things get closer. So, um, but I guess it was also announced too. There will be a Star Wars animation panel at mm-hmm. Celebration nineteen. Not surprised. So,
2: yeah. Um, that, one, I think that one's supposed to cover um, Resistance. It'll probably touch on Rebels and Clone Wars, even though Clone Wars has their own panel. right? Um, but it'll have Resistance, I think. Um, and they'll probably announce at least what the next animated um, series will be, if not talk about even more than that. Yeah. And we'll talk more Resistance next week. Oh, yeah.
1: But here's my next question. Do you think we're going to get a Lucasfilms games panel? <laughs> no. Okay. And here's why. <laughs> so
0: this story, this this story is nuts. It, it happened, it's like a blink and a miss, and you'll miss it kind of thing with, with uh, an update and everything. So I'll cover the original story, and then I'll cover the update. So Lucasfilm Games, they haven't had an actual game since 1991 when they released Monkey Island 2, but... Word is that Disney might be resurrecting Lucasfilm games as a, list. and they recently posted several job listings for producers and marketers under the Lucasfilm Game games badge um, and these people they're looking for would oversee development of games based on Lucasfilm IP like Star Wars. Uh, The team plans to support a wide range of platforms that could include living room consoles, PCs, smartphones, and AR or VR platforms. Um, There's no no word on when the new Lucasfilm games will actually launch, but PC Games N noted that there may be a good reason for choosing the name instead of the more contemporary Lucas Arts, because Disney has kept LucasArts around as a license when it bought LucasFilm, and they might not want to step on any toes as they return to in-house game development. So, uh, other things that have led up to this, these thoughts, is the fact that uh, there's been doubts lately about EA's exclusive rights for Star Wars games. There's even been rumors that uh, EA could lose their license. Because, for one reason, uh, EA has only released two Star Wars games in the six years that it's had the license. Both of them were Battlefront games, and Battlefront 2 um, made made a few people hmm, a little unhappy, I guess you could say, with the whole uh, loot crate thing and everything that they did and the... Yeah, you know the whole story. People were not happy. Um and EA has also developed a reputation for canceling games. Mm, yes. I think uh I think there's one in particular we can think of that I won't mention because it
2: hurts. Yeah. Um I think they've actually cancelled more than they've put out. We've got four I or five. Think I- I think you're right.
1: <laughs> are, you, are you thinking 1313? Ah, oh, you said it. I saw it. it. I was at the panel. It's like, a, so, it's like a knife in the heart. I was at the Celebration 6 panel. Yeah. If, you go to, if you go to the Weeby Geeks network site, I don't remember if I transferred it over to the WeebyGeeks.net site. I even did a review on the game. <laughs> Talking about Hertz, I was planning to purchase that. Mm. I, that would have been one Y'all were that would have been one I would have I was gonna stay in line and get it at midnight. <laughs> which I've only yeah, done that also- type of thing once before. Mm-hmm. And that's when the DV- Star Wars DVDs came out. <laughs>
0: There's also uh, the game Jedi Fallen Order that's coming out from Respawn. It's supposedly coming out later this year. We'll see see number one if that happens, and number two if the game's any good. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of people are complaining that EA is pretty much, you know, blowing it as far as the Star Wars license go. So there's hope among fans that – Disney will snatch the license back from EA at some point, uh, but the the EA deal is supposed to last until 2023, and uh, you know we wouldn't see any other games until then from from say Lucas Lucas Film Games or anything anyway, but. There's there's thoughts among people, industry people and fans and such that perhaps Disney isn't happy with EA and uh, maybe they want to take more control over the games based on Star Wars brands. Now for the update. Disney has reached out to the media to explain that this isn't a revival and it's definitely not anything like LucasArts. The team at LucasFilm that oversees games relating to its IP, including Star Wars Battlefront 2, has been working under that name for years. As it explained to GameIndustry.biz, Lucas found plans to continue its strategy of licensing IP to others. So there you have it, folks. Yeah. Don't and, get your hopes up.
2: And actually, that last line kind of makes sense because if you look at um, in general, I guess at Disney brand or Disney owned games in general, they, uh, G- Disney does not have any game companies. They've licensed everything out, and it looks like that's right. what they're just in doing. They're not right. planning building a game division of Disney. They have so much already underneath them. This is one more thing they don't need at the moment.
0: <laughs> right, and they're not ready to to do to delve into games. Because uh, that would be a little, a little bit more than they can handle at the moment.
2: Yeah. Right. If this was going little- to be a strategy they wanted, they would not have gotten rid of LucasArts to start with. Because LucasArts right. is a game company up and running running games.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, we are stuck with EA for the time being.
2: Yeah, hopefully they will start to um, get a little more in there, but I don't see it because um, from other rumors and stuff I've heard out there about EA, they're cutting back on a lot of their licensed stuff and focusing right. more on what they actually own to so make a whole lot more money mm. on games that they own the complete IP of.
1: Such as Madden. Even though it's a license, they own the IP. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They just any, bought the any, name, that's any, all. Any of the EA sports games, it's going to be insane.
2: Yeah, anything that's home-owned, they're going to they want to put that out there cuz they like i said they make more money they're in unfortunately and gamers scream about this all the time but they're in the business of making money they're not right. in the business to make all the gamers happy they want to make money right right yep they have shareholders that they have to answer to
0: now my, my only question is what is what will we get with Jedi Fallen Order is it going to be a it's a, good question. a great game, or is it going to be another Battlefront Two?
1: Well, Battle Two is a good game. I th- I think we will get information about uh, Je- Jedi Fall in Order at Celebration. Probably, so. yeah. I think I, that, one, that's, yeah. that's almost a have, guar- that's almost a
2: guarantee in twenty one days, ten hours, seventeen minutes, and sixteen seconds at time of recording. Yeah.
1: So uh, that's one of those. I wish I was taking vacation even though I couldn't go up to just stay home and <sighs> I know I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be burning cell data plan, burning some of my cell data plan, watching crap from work mm-hmm. on my, <laughs> on my breaks. Yeah. But I'm going to try to have the video streams up on WookieRadio.net, So it's another source that you can watch the, watch the stuff from.
2: Well, do you guys um, in between acts and stuff on your stages? Do you actually run videos on the boards beside it or anything, or is that not your part? Not part of you. No, that's not. Uh, okay. we, we we don't have video. We don't have videos at
1: our at our uh, okay. at our shows.
2: You can play. You can run it on the video board in between shows. Just run the feed. No, there there's other ways that I'm not going to get into. <laughs> I ha- mm. I
1: have access to it. It'd be watching on my it'd be watching on my phone. So,
2: yeah, but what we could also be watching, though, and what you might find out about in 21 days is more stuff from Disney Plus. True. Now, we know Disney plus we have the Mandalorian coming from Jon Favreau. We know we have a Cassian Andor series coming. We know we are got Clone Wars coming, which is the one I'm waiting, really, really waiting for. I mean, Mandalorian, I'm excited about, but I really love the Clone Wars. Yeah, um, I'm actually,
0: I'm actually more excited for the Mandalorian.
2: Yeah, I do want to see exactly what are they going to do with a television show? In Star Wars, mm, live. At least. I mean, we've seen television shows in Star Wars already because we have Clone Wars, we have um, the Rebels, we have Resistance. Well, All right. Going now, I'm wondering this. Uh, the original site that this came from was Movie Hole, and um, I'm wondering if they didn't find if they didn't um, see something that because uh, Disney said they're putting their entire movie catalog on the Disney Plus. Well, they're going to do that with Star Wars' complete catalog also, which would include things like. Ewoks, We hope. the Ewok Venture, Caravan of mm-hmm. Courage, Battle for Endor, because, well, according to movie Hole here. What was that, Mike? I was going to say, uh, you can watch
1: the f- first Ewoks movie on Amazon Prime in HD. Oh, you can? Yes. Until they take it off. Until they take it off, which will be when yeah.
2: Disney Plus starts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have uh, DVDs, so.
1: But I have them according- on DVD as well.
2: Sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. But according to Moviehole, they've gotten an inside source saying that Lucasfilm is working on a new Ewok series. Now, there's not anything other than that coming from this, but it does look like it's not supposed to be part of the first phase of Star Wars shows. Which, according to the rumors, kicks off around Halloween, which makes sense if they're starting the streaming service late summer and then the first new shows hit like Halloween. Right. So what they that's what uh, DC did. They had the site or the uh, service up and running for about a month. Before they started new content So they could try to start working out the bugs And there was a lot of bugs at the beginning Disney won't have the same bugs Because they DC was starting with, from scratch To build a platform Disney has done this before Di- well, Dis- built Dis- Hulu platform.
1: Well, Disney has their platform with, uh, Disney now. Exactly. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go between do a merge of Disney now and Hulu to create the Disney plus.
2: Uh, yeah. So
0: it's like, they- uh, I What's think I don't, I think they're going to keep Hulu as a separate thing.
1: Yes. But they're going to use that platform along with the Disney now platform combined to create Disney plus.
2: Yeah. Use the same styles off of it and pull it, pull your, um, mm.
1: Because Disney's not going to give it up because they they now as of time of recording own sixty percent of Hulu.
2: Yeah, it may trying, look more like Disney now. What? But they're also trying to
1: buy that by Warner Media's ten percent as well.
2: Which I can see Warner selling it off because they're getting ready to launch their own streaming service. Yep. So, but um, no, and I can see I see it looking more like Disney now than it does uh, Hulu because technically they haven't they didn't own Hulu until yesterday. Right. And at this point, they should be pretty far and all pretty much ready to launch. Just about at this point, if they're going to launch it this summer, right? Yeah, so this... it's a little late to be adding um, a new look to it, Features and stuff. Yeah, but I don't see the base build of it being changed much from now till then.
1: I don't. I don't see. Disney Plus coming until September, October.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, if we use DC's um, new DC Universe as a, a general idea of it, Disney Universe launched a soft launch mid August. Uh, they added more stuff early September, and in October they were trying to go full on. Right. And they didn't announce when they went live. Really, they just let the people who had the app that you checked. Oh, wait, it's up and running. Yeah. So you call know the bugs and stuff. So, but it looks like they may be looking at putting the um, putting this on there. But um, and it looks like according to this it'll be the second rumored that this would be part of the second round of shows which are supposed to start in the next 12 to 18 months which would be next spring through summer which would also make sense i mean you don't put everything up there all at once and then tell everybody okay it's there people watch it and then shut off the servers and go on to something else
0: yeah right. <laughs> they do the, mm-hmm. the free uh free week or free month or whatever
2: <laughs> yeah now Sites like Netflix can get away with that because there's so much content there ready to go that people have not seen at all. Right. But I believe that's the that's the only streaming service that puts everything up all at once. I believe because uh-huh. Hulu, Amazon Prime, uh, the new DC Universe, CBS All Access, all of those are on a weekly schedule for dropping their shows. Right. So this is something special. Hulu does have a deal with like um, with a couple of shows from like Freeform and a couple other ones where it's playing on Freeform with the weekly. But when the first episode goes up on Freeform, you can actually binge the whole season on Hulu. But those are special occasion things that they've worked to deal with Freeform or with one of the other channels to do that.
1: Right. Well. The other thing is, too, um, I think there are a few shows that um, that they do drop the entire thing. I think Runaways is one that they dropped the entire season at once.
2: Did they? I've not had a chance so, to see it yet, so I don't know. I think, I don't
1: know, I don't remember. I just got Hulu.
2: Yeah. Well, so. um, shows that are already that have already been out. Um, if they get a season after it's already run on TV, they'll put the whole thing up. Right. But most, a lot of the Hulu shows, if it, if it's not a Hulu original, they run weekly because they do it the day after airs. Right. The, the Hulu original shows. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Exactly. Because I had, I didn't have Hulu for a while. I, just I think got, like a month or two ago. Yeah. I
0: don't know how they.
2: Do. Oh, I don't know. I have to. I'd have to do some research on that though. Yeah. But um, no, it'd be cool because I I mean I would be excited to see an Ewok show. I mean I I enjoy even now. I still enjoy the Ewok movies and I wanna I wanna rewatch through the T V series, so hopefully that'll be up soon. Yeah.
1: I I'm hoping uh the Ewok shows sounds interesting. Uh, I'm hoping when Disney Plus drops, whatever content they have done and ready to go, it's just gonna drop right away. Or do sort of like what DC did with Young Justice and let's go three episodes at a time or two episodes at a time, getting them out quick. They're gonna have to do something to really get people in.
2: Well, from the sound of how much original content they're making between Disney's own stuff, Disney stuff, Marvel, and Lucasfilm, they're not going to have a problem with um, putting up one episode a week of each of these. Because the oh yeah, they're oh, ready yeah. to launch. They'll have like four shows per week that are up um, once a week, right. and that'll right. be fine. All the other stuff. Especially going, being able to go back and look at the uh, back catalog of Disney movies and things. Right. You got to think, they have hundreds and hundreds of, um, and probably thousands of hours of content that's all just in the past. Oh, yeah. They probably have two or three hundred um, movies that are just Disney movies. If you right. take the theatrical movies, live action and animated the old Disney Nature movies. Um, if you go, d- and then um, all the made-for-TV stuff. Also, that was like from wild, Wonderful World of Disney for all those years.
1: Oh yeah, you have
2: plenty of content.
1: Well, they they said um, that they're they're releasing the entire vault.
2: Th- that makes me wonder: Are we going to get Song of the South? No, but that- <laughs> we will not get Song of the South. Song of the South.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> I've never seen though. So. I haven't either. But we'll talk I've after heard- show. It.
0: <laughs> I've heard
1: stories. We'll talk after show.
2: Imagine them remaking that and uh, adjusting what needs adjusted. <laughs> if they could actually do it, I don't know. I, uh, you,
1: I don't I think you could. Say, uh, I, I don't think you could. I don't know how possible that would be. So, um, it comes back to me. Wow. We're moving mm-hmm. quick. Uh, Marvel is sending praise out to... Our part time co host, John Tyler Christopher, uh, who will be at Celebration. Uh, re- with the Marvel crew that's going to be there. I haven't heard who else from Marvel is going to be there. But we, we need know. to
2: talk to him and give him a microphone. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I weekend and I'll t- I have mobile recording gear. I may be able to um, roll down, meet him halfway or go, run over to his because he's like four hours from me. Is he? Take us all over there. Have Yeah. Indianapolis is only about four hours from me. Or no, I think it's maybe six. Huh.
1: Well, I have to ask him uh, next time he's on.
2: Yeah. I meet him in Columbus or something and, and I can, I'll hand him my recording gear. <laughs> He may have
1: some of his own. Who knows? Now, can you believe since the beginning, 2015, when Marvel acquired back the rights of the Star Wars license, JTC's been hitting light speeds with his action figure variant covers. Of course, also one, my other favorite cover. do say. Oh, I do say (laughs) because, hello, he's my dealer. Um, But he's also done one of my other favorite covers that's not action figure variant. And that is the party cover from issue one, where you just got Jackson on the cover going, I hear you guys. With everyone else holding the door shut. Guys, one of my favorite covers. I wish he did a print of just that. I would put that up on the wall big time. Um, so with issue 63 landing, um, Within the next week or two, he, um, Jim Beard, over at Marvel, has listed his seven favorite action figure variants. Uh, of course, the first one he lists is Star Wars number one, which was Luke Skywalker, for that very first issue. And this is where it it started, with the with Christopher's ode to the main man himself. Uh, and the other thing I like, too, is um, John had mentioned that these are taken from the approach of a five-year-old looking at the toys, at the figures. That's why they don't look exactly like the actual action figure. They're, they kind of have that childish tinge to them. It's because it's that five-year-old looking at it. Five or six-year-old. Um, it, the second favorite from Darth Vader 24 Triple Zero. Oh, yeah. Let's bring in that new character from from Dr. Aphra. Um, so, it was great that he was honored with his own. Now, I think the, starting with issue 20 or issue 21, original characters from the book that were created by Karen Gillian and, uh, and the original artist created that those characters, like Afra, like Triple Zero, um, like BT1, um, and some of the others, get action. Um, was it Governor? Oh, Taggy's on there as well. I don't remember. Admiral Taggy, I believe.
2: I believe so. Uh,
1: number three is Obi Wan and Anakin number one, which we see young Padwan Anakin. An action oh, figure, another action figure never made. But the likeness of of Jake Lloyd is incredible. He does a great job of giving you that five, six-year-old vibe of what Jake Lloyd looks like. And I just love how he's got that plastic feel down pat. You almost think there's plastic on, this, on the book where that's at. Uh, now, Star Wars thirty three, we get Bosk, which Bosk was a great book. Um, and if and this one you never s- this one you never saw in the stores because it was one of his website exclusives. We got Bosk, didn't we? Yep, I, I think so, and I love it. It's great, great. It's a great looking figure. Bit of trivia. Bosk's outfit was also used in Doctor Who. Yep. Yes. Uh, the next one was Rogue One adaptation, Jen Erso. Um this was um you know a character that jumped out of the screen into everyone's heart. Of course, deserved a JTC variant cover of her own for that book, for that series. Um, I believe when this came out as well was right around Celebration and there was a Celebration exclusive for Rogue One, which I have, uh, which was uh, Krennic, Director Krennic. So, uh, number 46. This was a... Exclusive to um, to Wonderworld Comics. And it's the Bounty Hunter 3-pack. Kind of a play of the old mail-aways. And you have yep. Boba Fett, Dengar, and IG-88. Now, these were never official mail But it's something that they commissioned him to do based on the early bird giveaways. Which, these look great. Mm-hmm. and i yeah. love i love cool. i love the uh the stamps on the box and the the cancellation says clone facility um mm-hmm. may third three b b y camino <laughs> yeah <laughs> um then the last one in the list which is the one we've joked with them about that i think ended up happening star wars fifty one Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Again, this was one that I believe was never retail because it was exclusive to his site
2: as well. It's not just Jabba. You got to give the... Um, Salacious Salacious on there as well. a little bit of love, too. Yep. Even though he's not listed on the package. Yeah. True. Yeah, but I believe every time they've sold a Jabba at any point, Salacious comes with him. Yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure, yeah. Yeah.
2: Even the pop vinyls, I have two of the different pops for it, and Slash just comes with them in both. Yeah. I have the two different styles of um, Funko Jabba's that they've done.
1: So that's that's the covers. I, I thought it was a cool story. Especially since it's friend of the show. He's also our part-time co-host here and part-time co-host at Mighty Marvel Geeks. So I guess I broke the news here before there. Uh, but he's going to be joining us as part-time co-host over there as well. Uh, and he's going to be representing us at Celebration. He he got his Wookie Radio jersey and he's going to be wearing it at Star Wars Celebration.
2: Awesome! Hey, yep. Excellent! Some recording so, gear in
1: his hand so he can talk to some people. So uh, so yeah, um, I think it was a great story. It was definitely worth discussing because John is an amazing talent to do that type of stuff, mm. and, and just hard to believe. So, um, but let's move on, shall we?
0: Indeed, we shall. So, as we mentioned earlier, uh, the Game of Thrones guys, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, are doing a Star Wars film series. This is well known by now. The question is, what is their series going to be? Well, news – well, it's still rumors, but rumors have come out. And I believe we've mentioned this before, too. It would be a perfect fit for them to do a series based in the time of the Old Republic. Uh, And reportedly that's going to happen. And the first installment could begin filming this fall. Yes. Yes, of course, this year, the big news is Episode 9, which comes out at the end of the year and will conclude the ongoing sequel trilogy and the Skywalker saga as a whole. So, once that's over and done with, that will leave the door wide open for all kinds of stories for the uh, Game of Thrones guys and Ryan Johnson, who's doing another. Series of movies to do cover whatever stories they might want. So, if you think about it, uh, um, they'd be perfect to do a series based on the Old Republic because it would be they could pull a lot of uh, inspiration from Game of Thrones, which has its final season this year. Um, because a lot of things, a lot of what you find in Game of Thrones with with the, the stories and the intrigue and, and everything would be a perfect fit for the Old Republic, I think. Yeah. Of course, there's no release dates for any of this information, so right now everything is still spe- speculation, but uh, right now we know that both Ryan Johnson and the Game of Thrones guys are a little busy as Johnson is in post-production on his mystery thriller, Knives Out, and Benioff and Weiss are overseeing the final season of of the little indie show, Game of Thrones. But once that's done, which is coming soon, very soon, uh, they'll they'll be free to finally work on their Star Wars project. And according to Star Wars and Star Wars Newsnet, uh, their trilogy, sources have told them that their trilogy will be set during the days of the Old Republic, hundreds of years prior to the Skywalkers. The source also described it as Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings. Now that sounds interesting. And stated that filming will commence this fall. But remember, kids, that's still just a rumor. Yep. But yeah, I think uh, I think they'd be perfect for for an old Republic type story.
1: I yep. really do. Which is what I think we, they'd be awesome. Which is what we've been saying from the get go.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing you got to watch out though is um, you got to remember the stories we've read that all happened officially during the Old Republic, i.e. the um, like the Old Republic games, the Old Republic um, MMO, and even the Old Tales of the Jedi. You're talking thousands of years in between all of this stuff. Yeah. So this right. has to do with any of that stuff. It's just happening in the past of Star Wars, which is because the old Republic. They remember they um, Obi Wan in uh, Episode Four said for thousands of generations the Jedi had been uh, protectors of peace in the old Republic. So you got thousands of years of history of this one government. Right. It's going to be interesting to see where they put it, and are you going to know anybody that's in it at all? Is there any references to anybody we know? Well, if it says hundreds of years before um, the Skywalkers, we could definitely see Yoda. Oh, yeah. So you got to remember, on Episode 4, Yoda is 900 years old there. So if this is three or 400 mm-hmm. past, Yoda could be there yep. as a Jedi, right. or maybe a brand-new Jedi Master. Or it could have nothing to do with him and have very little to do with the Jedi in general. Right. It's a big galaxy. There's a lot of possibilities. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of possibilities, how about what clues could there be
2: about Kylo Ren? Oh, this is interesting. What was that, Mike? Or more. Ah. Well, that's not the most interesting part of this that that I saw, but... ComicBook.com put up. They found YakFace, which anybody who's a collector knows YakFace.com. It's um, I believe it's a lot of forums still right now, but a lot of collectors put all their stuff on there. So and talk back and forth about what's coming and things like this. It's one of the oldest Star Wars forums on the on the interwebs. Well, someone up at um, this is the official YakFace Twitter posted up some pictures of what looks like. It's going to be a um, first order exclusive to Disney parks, multi-pack action figure set from the six inch black series. And it says it's the Disney parks, exclusive six inch black series, first order four pack. And now, which means we don't know when this is coming out or anything else, but um, they pointed out that um, now we've seen we've heard rumors that Kyla remember Kylo Ren smashed his helmet in the, um, the last Jedi. And uh, well, obviously according to this, he's got his helmet back. We've seen, um, I've not seen any of the pictures, but I've heard the reports of the pictures of he has a helmet. It looks like it was kind of glued together or something like he didn't have another one. He just glued his old one back together. Right. I don't know. But if you look at the pictures here, the three pack, it's interesting because um, I'm wondering, is this have anything to actually do with episode nine is the idea that they're putting forward here? Because it's the Black Series three pack. And actually, it's a four pack. because There's a droid in here, too. You get a mountain trooper. Which could be definitely uh, episode nine. I mean, you always throw a new trooper in there. Kylo Ren. Right. Uh, there's an MSC droid, a mouse droid. And the one that's really got me interesting is Commander Pyre is part of this. Right. Maybe yeah. resistance. Yes. Pictures of the gold stormtrooper. That's Commander Pyre. So does this mean he's in episode nine?
1: don't know. But you look at the front of the box and unless they're creating this new mountain trooper to be park exclusive at the moment. That's Batu in the background.
2: Yeah. Well, these, this isn't a park-exclusive four-pack, or three-pack, so... Or did they say four-pack? It's a four-pack. Yeah. It's a park-exclusive four-pack. So I don't know if this is supposed to tie into Episode 9, or is it just um, something they put together to represent the First Order at Batu? So I could see Commander Pyre showing up at Batu, Right. And Kylo Ren, obviously, because they're going to have... Uh, character meet and greets and stuff like that that they've always done right Kylo's going to be a big part of that Mm mm-hmm so well, this may a not big part be part of it now. So nine, we don't know. We'll have to wait and see in like twenty-one days when we see the trailer. Because at this point, we're going to get the trailer on opening day of celebration.
1: Oh yeah, actually, we may get it at second day because that's when it dropped at Celebration Orlando. It Dropped that Friday, not Thursday. Thursday was the uh, the fortieth anniversary of Star Wars and the tribute to Carrie Fisher.
2: Ah, uh, and the opening, yeah, the general opening ceremonies. Yeah. So I I don't know mm. if they can hold it for an extra day. I mean, they're going to want to get this. Information information out there unless opening ceremonies we get the name of the movie and we get the trailer at the episode nine panel.
1: Yeah, I don't see him dropping that at opening ceremonies either.
2: I I don't know why they're holding on to that name so tightly.
1: Because it's gonna drop at so know. it's gonna drop at celebration. It'll drop at on on Friday at the episode nine panel. Because yeah. on Thursday will be the uh will probably be the the twentieth anniversary panel for Phantom Menace.
2: Yeah, possibly. Dead. Well, Remember the big shareholders conference or whatever it is, the big, um, what did he do? Get together on that Thursday. Also. Yeah. Unless oh, they yeah. be the trailer there. Like they did the sizzle reel at the last one and true. then, um, showed everybody else on Friday.
1: Well, true. They, they may, you're right. They may go ahead and drop it on uh they might move the, hey, when's the 11th? 11th is that Thursday, right? I believe so. Hang on. Yeah. So, and that's when the shareholders meeting supposed to be. Maybe they will put episode nine there.
2: Like like I said, or unless they show it to the shareholders and then show it to everybody else the next day. Yeah, maybe. But I've heard actually a lot of people saying it was interesting that they would have a shareholders meeting like two weeks ago or something when they're supposed to have a big conference thing next month. Yeah.
1: We, we talked about it. Yeah, I know. We weird. talked about that as well. It's like, that doesn't make sense.
2: I don't know what it, what the difference is. or I know the one they had two weeks ago was out in um, Kansas City, I believe, unless they're like touring it. No. <laughs> you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't remember why it was in Kansas City. Well, they well, I, Disney has a big thing in in Kansas City. We we have well, a big yeah. complex still.
2: I grew up at so. Oh yeah, well, he grew
1: up in Independence. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens.
2: But mm-hmm. well, this is a, this is going to be a cool three pack or four pack anyway. Right. But if this if this has anything to do with Episode Nine. I'm excited to see Pyre's in with this. That's going to be cool to see. Yeah, I know. Because um, we've had characters jump from the animated series into the spinoff movies. But this would be the first animated um, character to jump into one of the main saga movies. If this happened, right, happened yeah. happen, really, because you, like you pointed out, you got Batu in the background. You got – and I believe that box actually um, – like you said, I don't think it really has – Let's see, the front of this box. Yeah, there's no Star Wars branding on the front of that box either. This is definitely an uh, uh, on-Batu box set. You notice that, Mike? Yeah. The front of that doesn't say Star Wars anywhere. Inside it does. And on the back, it has Hasbro on the bottom corner of it. Right. But that's it.
1: Yeah, there's no Star Wars marking on this.
2: Which is what you said, dude. They don't want to put Star Wars on anything that's actually available in Batuu. Well,
1: you take a look at the back, though. Now, that's Star Wars on the back because it says Star Wars the Black Series.
2: Oh, yeah. But, but that's not what you're going to look at on the shelf.
1: Right. On the shelf, you're going to get the front. And there's no marking of Star Wars on the front. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah.
2: I, I kind of find it funny, though, that legal um, wouldn't let them put the warning on the back, though. The big giant warning that <laughs> says hazard, small parts. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have yeah. to
2: have that on the front of the package, prominent, so everybody in the world can see it. You know, there was mm-hmm. a one that said, you have to do it this way no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Because there's plenty of room on the back right beside that Hasbro logo to put that warning.
1: True.
0: But Act? then you risk people not seeing it.
2: Actually, Mike, what you're seeing there that Star Wars, that's not the backside. If you look, that's the inside of that front cover. See the Velcro tabs? True. But we don't know what the back of the box looks like.
1: True. Oh, very interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: So let's go What are what they are going to have on the back of this one.
1: I don't know, but, you know, this box would be worth grabbing just to get higher in six-inch.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I know someone who uh, might be at Disney once in a while that might be able to pick up and score one of these for us. I have no Give was no the actual yeah. info.
1: I have no clue who you're talking about, but I'm still working on trying to get in for cast exclusives
2: mm-hmm.
1: or cast previews. Again, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, on that note, any final thoughts? Nope.
2: Uh, Other than, uh, as a final thought, we only have 21 days, 9 hours, 41 minutes, and 8 seconds. Yeah. As a celebration. And then everything goes bananas because we will have a bunch of information to talk about. We'll be talking about Mm -hmm. it for the next months.
1: Yep. Well, I will have to say... After grabbing some six inch figs and realizing my, my three shore trooper, Scarif stormtroopers are actually storm, Scarab stormtrooper captains. I need to get a couple Scarif stormtroopers to go with them. And I'm kind of digging the six inch a little bit more than the old three and a half. I still love the three and a half. Don't get me wrong, but man, I cannot wait. For Afra BT, and Trips to come out in the 6-inch. Yeah. God, I can't wait. Ooh, I need to go to Ross. Because somebody's saying they found all sorts of Scarif Troopers at Ross for four, for 3 bucks each.
2: Oh, nice. Know, huh? And a Death Trooper. Well, yeah. Oh, I well, need, also, yeah, We have a special show next week. Yes, we will
1: be having a Resistance Roundtable. So get your comments and questions about Resistance to us. By Monday of next week, so we can add them to the show
2: mm-hmm.
1: for next Make week.
2: Make sure you pick up on Resistance. The This week was the last episode. Yeah. What and a it twist.
1: it was cool Yes, episode. it was. What a twist. And we will yes, talk, it was. And we will talk about that next week.
2: That thing was huge, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, anything yeah. else? That sounds like a great final thought.
0: <laughs> and you know what? Let's <laughs> Let's end it there.
1: Shall we? (laughs) Sure.
2: Give the evacuation code signal. Alright, cut the chatter.
1: Jets, I can hold it! Pull on! No, I'm I'm alright! I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2!
0: Go, 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 That's it!